listening to Coast to Coast Latino. Que tiene una pena, dicen que tiene una pena que la hace llorar. Yes, the incredible Luis Miguel with La Piquina. Great tune to start a three day weekend. You're listening to Coast to Coast Latino. My name is Adrian Perez. I am your host for this program. We're brought to you by the Vida de Oro Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the arts and enhancing the community. We're also brought to you by U Haul for your storage and moving needs. We're also brought to you by OIC. Tax services. You find yourself in trouble with the IRS, contact OIC Tax Services. Just visit them uh, at uh, OIC.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by the uh, Latino Journal. The Latino Journal is an online publication coming out weekly, uh, covering some of the latest uh, business and uh, and uh, leadership news, politics, some politics, not a lot, but uh, some really good stuff. Uh, get a chance, visit their website, latinojournal.net. Uh, again, I want to thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, let me tell you, we have some good information regarding uh, the, uh, the employment rate. Uh, August was a good month for jobs. We ended up with 1.4 million jobs. Unfortunately, uh, a huge chunk of those are government jobs because the census, the U.S. Census, is now going to be going door to door, uh, making sure that you uh, that you filled out your uh, census form. Uh, when they come to your door, make sure that they have their ID. Uh, they've been trained on COVID. Uh, uh, COVID-19, uh, social distancing, wearing their mask, that kind of stuff. So be sure that uh, that uh, they have their masks on. Uh, and all they're going to do is ask you a couple of questions. It's it's not going to take very long. My recommendation: respond to their to their requests. Uh, we need you to count yourself. Uh, the biggest uh, difference that uh, not counting yourself. And counting yourself is that uh, when you count yourself, you're able to ensure that funding comes to your neighborhood, to your community. Uh, when you don't count yourself, uh, you know, the federal government doesn't see you. Therefore, their assumption is nobody's there. And uh, so they don't put any money into your neighborhood or your community. The other thing is... Uh, it also helps in establishing whether or not uh, we're going to have an additional representative in the House of Representatives in Congress. And uh, uh, it's projected that uh, California will be losing two congressional seats 
So if you don't count yourself, it's going to be a guarantee that California will lose two congressional seats, and that's not that's not good. Okay. Uh, so be sure respond to the census. If you haven't done it already online, they will come knocking on your door. Answer the door, and by all means, treat them nicely. After all, they're coming to your house to do a service for our good. And the money that we're talking about uh, regarding uh, Congress's uh, uh, inclusion of your neighborhood and communities, it includes money for parks, it includes money for major uh, uh, infrastructure projects such as sewage lines, water lines, uh, uh, of course, uh, the improvement of roads, and uh, money for your schools. So very important, very important. Uh, I want to share with you something that uh, came over the line this morning uh, from the Hill. It says that the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of uh, Washington, it, they created a, a, a model and it's forecasting that COVID-19 deaths in the United States will peak at 410,451 by January 1st. In other words, what they're saying is that approximately 224,000 people, Americans, will be dying of COVID-19 between now and January 1st, 2021. Again, uh, COVID-19 continues to wreak havoc throughout uh, the United States, primarily in uh, Latino communities, uh, many cities, Los Angeles, Houston, uh, and even rural areas uh, like like Modesto and, and uh, Odessa and others, uh, they are making every effort to get information and education to the Latino community uh, about COVID-19 Ad advising them how to how to prepare themselves for it, how to how to keep uh, the social distancing, etc. And yes, it is impacting the cultural values of the Latino community. You know, we're a huggy, kissy kind of a kind of a, a, a community, and you know, we can't do that. We can't be doing that. Um, in addition to that, we have to minimize. The number of parties we throw in quinceañeras, as many of you know, although we can't have them at halls, some families are just having them in their backyards. And so you invite two, three hundred people to your backyard, somebody's going to end up with COVID-19. So the best thing to do, you know, is is listen to the advice. Listen to the advice that the health experts are sharing with us, and they're saying, knock it off. Don't 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 hang around with each other. Uh, especially without masks, without social distancing, and assuming that you're not going to get COVID-19, because so far COVID-19 does not discriminate, and uh, it does have a strong possibility of ending up in your family. And that's not very good. Uh, not sure if I shared with you before, but the uh, the mayor, uh, city mayor of Long Beach, uh, California, who is Latino, he lost uh, both his parents to COVID-19 
in the last two months. So the best thing to do is heed to the warnings. Okay, uh, let's let's talk some more about business because business news is very critical, uh, especially right now. For those of you who are into investments, you just made a lot of money this week if you're in uh, the stock market. Um, yesterday may have been, uh, yesterday meaning Thursday, may have been a little tough on you, but overall you made a lot of money. And uh, stock markets are doing extremely well. And uh, for those of you who think that the stock market and the economy are tight uh, at the hip, actually they're not. Uh, stock markets are based on investments and the idea that a company is going to go great or a company is going to go broke and uh, impacts on stock market include everything from natural disasters to wars to uh, the price of oil in India. I mean, just all these all these different impacts Uh uh, that 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 make the stock market either go up or go down. Right now, technology is the one that's holding it up, especially companies like Zoom, because everybody's on Zoom using uh, uh, technology to be able to communicate with each other and, and hold meetings. So Zoom is making a lot of money. And uh, if you invested in Zoom, you're, you're making a lot of money as well. Uh, here's the other thing is... Uh, the with regards to the stock market if you're if you have a retirement uh a plan of any kind whether it's uh government or, or 401k it's tied into the stock market so the the better the stock market does the stronger your return on your retirement investment is okay now the reason it does, it's not in not tied into the uh, economy is because they treat each other as as uh, as uh, separated brothers. Okay, uh, the economy strictly operates on the amount of revenue that is generated by the people that live in that country. In our country, we are generating a lot of revenue up to a certain extent. We still have. Uh, uh, lots of people that are unemployed, although the, the unemployment number this morning is really good, or the employment number, rather, uh, this morning is really good. Yesterday's unemployment number uh, was hovering at, a, at the 800,000 uh, level, and those are new, new uh, unemployment uh, uh, applications. So we still have several million people that have, that have not returned to work. That's having an impact on governments. It's having an impact on businesses, small businesses. And as a result, uh, the amount of revenue that, that is being contributed to the economy is actually going down. And when you have uh, the activity that, that President uh, Trump has gotten into of uh, wanting to increase things like the amount of money we spend on military and on the space force etc his uh, border wall you're looking at the nation going into deeper debt because quite frankly we don't have that kind of money under president trump we uh have almost tripled our national debt 
uh, he has spent a lot more money than uh, than any president we've ever had. Uh, yes, including President Obama. Uh, and uh, no one's talking about how big the national debt right now because everybody's focused on this re-election campaign. The thing is, is that every day, every day, we have a new big item that has covered uh, the, the front pages of all the newspapers. Uh, yesterday, for example, Nancy Pelosi going to get her hair done without a mask. Really? How does that impact my wallet? Oh, yeah. She's going in there without a mask, demonstrating that it's safe to go back to a hair salon. But in California, hair salons are closed. And it becomes front page news primarily because, you know, when when you have a leader like Pelosi uh, not following the rules, then the question is, why do I need to follow the rules? And the business owner who filmed uh, Pelosi going in to her salon without a mask has been shut down for quite a while. So she's been losing a lot of money already. And now you have a leader, a political leader, uh, demonstrating that maybe it's okay not to be with a mask. Uh, and of course, Pelosi is claiming that she was framed, et cetera, et cetera, you know. But the thing is, that's the kind of stuff that's covering the front page news. It's not about how much money we owe. It's about what what uh, what's tickling your fancy at this particular moment, and it's all politics. Everything is all politics. Understand that the reason we do this show is to achieve, hopefully, achieve three things through Coast to Coast Latino. We hope to achieve the improvement of the education of our children. We absolutely need to improve our economic status as Latinos. Okay, we need to be uh, earning a lot more money and we need to be business owners and we need to be uh, at corporate levels as well. And thirdly, more importantly, we need to gain political empowerment. So everything is tied into politics, whether it's education, how much money you make, uh, how much money you earn as a business owner, uh, or everything else that we that we rely on for survival is tied into this thing called public policy. And public policy is put together uh, by politicians, by lobbyists, etc. And so you have this need to really understand why politics suddenly play such a huge part in your life. I know a lot of people who have said, I hate politics. I don't want to get involved. Uh, uh, it, uh, it really ruins my day. The thing is, is that politics is in your life. Now, since President Trump has been elected, I have to admit, it's amazing how many people all of a sudden became political scientists. And for those of us who did study politics and, and uh, government, in college, uh, let me tell you, we completely understand what's going on. We see the models, we see the messages, uh, and what we try to do is is decipher all this information for you 
so you can get a better handle on how politics, public policy works, how it comes to being. Let me give you a, a great for example. Uh, in California, Senate Bill number 145 was introduced by a uh, legislator, a state senator, who felt that uh, there were some people uh, that were wrongly accused of pedophilia, okay? And being a pedophile uh, only requires, in California right now, for you to engage in sexual activity with a minor, someone under the age of 18. Uh, his effort was to recognize that if you're 18 and and your partner is 16, that that there can actually be consensual uh, uh, relations between both of you. Uh, however, uh, if the parents of that 16-year-old decide to file charges against the 18-year-old because the 18-year-old is considered an adult, the 18-year-old then, by law, has to be registered as a as a uh, uh, child molester and a sexual child molester. Understand? Uh, the thing is, is that the way the 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 piece of legislation was written, it it allows for a gap of 10 years between the person who is uh, molested and the person who is charged with uh, 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 sexual abuse. With this particular piece of legislation, I understand what the guy was trying to do. However, this is when the public needs to get involved because now we're talking about our kids, okay? All parents have a different perspective on how to raise their children. Some will like the idea of their 14-year-old daughter, for example, to date an 18-year-old uh, uh, man. Uh, however, there's going to be issues if you have a 14-year-old daughter dating a 24-year-old man, okay? And that's the, that 10-year gap. And instead of for the California state legislature to bring us all together and say, hey, we have to talk about this, what did they do? The Senate voted on it. The Assembly voted on it. Yeah, there were some, some dissensions there, but the thing is, is that it had passed, and, it, and it's gone to the Governor Newsom's office for signature. If he signs it, again, we are losing control of... Being a parent, we are losing control of being true Americans with the liberties that are promised to us by the Constitution of the United States. So that's one of the reasons why politics is something that needs to needs to be at the forefront of many of our discussions. Okay, uh, politics is in fact playing a role on whether our society opens or closes to address COVID-19. Politics played in President Trump's decision not to react, not to overreact, and quite frankly, not to do anything 
regarding COVID-19 because he knew that his re-election chances were coming up. That's politics. Okay, we get it. The thing is, is that he's allowed 180,000 people to die because of his concern about getting re-elected. Now, the re-election of not just the president, but uh, members of the Congress, U.S. Senate, and uh, local uh, local leaders, mayor, city council, etc., they're all running on, on different pl- platforms. The bigger question that I need to ask, and I want you to pay attention to, is whether or not Latinos are being treated fairly in every aspect of these re-election campaigns. Uh, here's, here's the reason why it's, it's critical to look at that. First of all, the U.S., the entire uh, U.S. economy has experienced a significant economic shock as a result of COVID-19. But it's also done something else. It's highlighted exactly how Latinos play during these, this, this particular crisis. So just looking at the U.S. Latino community and its growth is just staggering. I mean, 61 million of us. And according to the Latino Donor Collaborative, it's saying that Latinos in the U.S. have the eighth largest economy in the world ahead of Brazil, and Russia, believe it or not. How about that? So we have this incredible purchasing power and decision-making ability already within the United States. Every 30 seconds, a Latino becomes 18 years of age, which is the voting age. And let me tell you folks, we have the ability to move mountains within this country already. And, the, and when we look at our kids, which make up uh, up to 70% of some school districts, that tells us that we need to be concerned about our future, not just the present, but our future. So when we vote, when we get involved, we need to look at what is coming at us. And we need to be able to fix it before we get there. Okay. Uh, For example, we don't have enough corporate leaders in the U.S. We do not have enough corporate leaders in the U.S. Uh, We need more corporate CEOs. And when you look at, at, uh, at just how terrible the number is, we make up out of the Fortune 500 companies, we make up only 3% of the CEOs. Okay, 3%, that's, that's what, about 16 CEOs of all the corporations that currently operate. California's trying to do something about it. What they're saying is, hey, corporations, if, we, if you don't have any members of, of uh, people of color on your boards, you're gonna get fined. Uh, more than likely, that's gonna become law in California. Do we need similar laws at the national level? Maybe, maybe not. We're not sure. You see, again, our congressional leaders are the ones that, 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 that can stimulate that discussion. 
But they're not doing that. Instead, what are they worried about? They're worried about making sure that they're sensitive to the Black Lives Matter movement. They're making sure that discrimination doesn't uh, uh, occur at local businesses. And they're not even making sure whether or not there's a economic growth, additional economic growth for our Latino community, which is very frustrating. So then we have to ask ourselves, are we electing the right people? If we're not, let's get them out of office and let's get somebody in there who, in fact, is really going to represent us our, and our future, which is our children. So we need to look at the education of our child. We need to make sure that they have a strong economic ability and, more importantly, that they get politically involved. Okay. Three simple areas that we need to focus on. Uh, going back to uh, corporate uh, America, CNN uh, finished doing a, a an interview with Carlos Munoz, who was CEO of United Airlines. He was CEO for five years. And they asked him, they said, hey, what's it going to take to recruit uh, Latinos into into the, the deepest government and corporate experience. And this is what he said, and I'm, and I'm quoting, a lot of us have to sort of take a chance, if you will, on some folks that are just up and coming. In other words, corporations should take a chance on, on us Latinos. Because over the course of time, that's how voices get heard and how people get elevated, unquote. The whole idea that, that you don't make yourself available, that you don't make yourself heard, ruins the chances of you getting something. Okay, there's an old saying that uh, in song that used to say, out of sight, out of mind. Well, you have to put yourself on site, and you have to put yourself in the mind of all these individuals. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, quote, we can't always just sit and demand and beg. We have to work for it. All of us. Listen, work your ass off, unquote. It, again, it goes back to the more effort you put into it, the more success you're going to see. The less effort, the less you get. And it's very simple. It's not complicated. So whether you're you're working for a company now, whether you've started your own business, whether the thing is, is that if you have a vision, if you have a, a goal, you got to shoot for it and you got to work your butt off to make it happen. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. Okay. This is the country of opportunity. And in order for us to take full advantage of the opportunities, we need to really work at it. And the reason this is so critical for the Latino community is because a Pew Research study found that Latino households in the U.S. are having a lot of problems trying to make ends meet. In fact, uh, during the pandemic, we are the most impacted of all the demographic groups. Uh, Hispanic un unemployment 
right now has climbed to 18.5%. Uh, well, that's not good. That's not good at all, especially when you look at uh, white America, where their unemployment rate only went up to 12.8%. Uh, you know, although some some ethnic groups like Latinos did hold on to their jobs because of they became essential workers. Uh, overall, we did not gain a lot. And when you look at uh, the uh, huge job gains that were made prior to the pandemic for the Hispanic uh, uh, for Hispanics across the U.S. Uh, you know, even Trump is saying, hey, there's there's an in inequity here and we need to fix it. And that is one of his goals is to try to fix the inequity. But to do that, he has to get people back to work and to get back people back to work. The economy has to open back up. The economy can't open back up as long as we've got COVID-19 hanging over our heads. So as you can tell, COVID-19 still plays a significant role in your families and my family's daily lives. Involvement of Latinos in the technology world can, continues to grow, especially amongst millennials. Uh, Kevin Leyes is a 20-year-old Argentinian entrepreneur who's already built a million-dollar business. Uh, and let me tell you, he's just one of, of many who are looking at how to utilize technology to their advantage. The founders of Occupy Democrats, a website and video site uh, that talks about politics, was created by two uh, Mexican-Americans. Uh, we continue to see the involvement of, of Latinos in technology in every aspect. So as a result, it's critical for our children to have access to technology. Right now, our children are suffering in the education field because they don't even have access to the Internet. So we need to fix all these things. Only we can do that for our kids. Uh, at present, no one else is paying attention to the, the needs of our children. Well, that's my cue. Uh, I'm being told that... Uh, that my 30 minutes with you is up. I want to thank you for joining me here at uh, Coast to Coast Latino. My name is Adrian Perez. Please send us a message. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us at latino at coasttocoastlatino.com. That's latino at coasttocoastlatino.com. You can also join us at uh, Facebook, Coast to Coast Latino. That's the Facebook group, Coast to Coast Latino, uh, where we give you daily updates on everything that's going on with Latinos across the nation. Again, thank you for joining me. And until next time, stay safe. And we will see you Wednesday of next week because we're now on twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. So we'll see you next Wednesday. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Preguntándome por qué